0: Ladies and gentlemen, beer drinkers, gluttons, foodies of all ages, the crew of Wackadoos is back once again for another exciting episode of Foodies Never Say Die. Uh, With me, as always, is Jimmy Bag of Donuts and the one and only Drunken Thumb. Um, But before we find out what they're drinking, let's crack open what we are drinking. One, two, three. All right. Drunken Thumb, B, Almighty. How are you and what are you drinking?
1: Doing good, good guys. Hope you guys had a good uh, 4th of July. I'm still in the 4th of July mood spirit, so I'm uh, drinking some Freedom Whiskey, just uh, on the rocks. Goes down smooth, tastes good. So, yeah, I'll be uh, getting there a lot quicker this episode yeah. <laughs>
0: for america i love it love it <laughs> jimmy Beggs, how are you what are you drinking i am
2: super thanks for asking i am drinking a ghost cloud rider which is a new england uh, ipa with pear and papaya and it is quite tasty
0: nice and i am drinking from weld works brewing company This bad boy is called Pistachio Mochi Monster. It uh, is obviously sour with pistachio made with jasmine, rice, milk sugars, vanilla, and marshmallow. This thing is basically a freaking dessert in a can. Um, Quite tasty. Very, not very, um, you got slight hints of pistachio up front. Um, a nice, smooth, like, marshmallow-y, velvety sort of smoothness, mochi-like um, on the back end. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's been in my fridge for, for a while now every time. My main fridge, not in the beer fridge, the main fridge. So it's like – it's just taunting me to drink it. Uh, I figured now would be a proper time to crack it open. Uh, so let me take another sip of that. All right. Like B said, um, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, your 4th of July. Hope you blew shit up, had lots of fun things to drink, had a lot of great things to eat. Um, hopefully you took the time out to listen to our fourth, of, our semi-4th of July episode. Um, uh, you know, it, it was basically called The Meats. Obviously, we were talking about uh, if hamburgers um, get a pass on being well done, um, you know, New York's Pizza Band and other fun shenanigans. Uh, so please take a listen to that. Um, but we're here for an exciting new episode. And I'm going to start this off as uh, – how should I say this? We obviously, if you, if you paid attention to our podcast, and we all know that you have, we take uh, extreme enjoyment in making fun of um, Bud Light um, and all things – that they do. Um, it's not our fault that they continuously do stupid shit for us to talk about. Um, so today's episode, uh, I promise you, won't be a complete bashing of Bud Light, um, but you know they just continuously do stupid shit. So why not talk about it? Um, but let's just start right off the bat. Uh, Bud Light sales shrunk. 28% <laughs> in the week following up to the 4th of July. Uh, 28% compared to uh, a year ago uh, where, you know, there was an, abs- an obscene amount of, of drop-off. And it's a, a slightly better to the 28.5% drop-off drop the week before leading up to the week before 4th of July. Obviously, they are still re- trying to recover or try to plug the holes of the Dylan Mulvane, transgender, beer, political bomb that they set off for themselves. Um, you know, it's, it's clearly evident that they had no clue. Oh, we, we talked about this, um, during our, when, when, you know, the whole big hubadoo came around about what Bud Light was doing. Um, and clearly they have not, you know, recovered, um, from their disaster, um, they're still suffering. There's no signs of it slowing down. Uh, one article that I was reading, uh, clearly that the former CEO of uh, sales and marketing was um, basically saying that they completely have no idea what their identity is right now. They pissed off the um, people who actually buy their product, the people that they wanted to hopefully buy their product. Um, so right now, no one wants to buy their product. Um, and Bud light is in in a clear free fall of just shame and disgust um, and we talked about this again um, I know it's kind of beating a dead horse but just Bud light keeps keeps bringing it home I mean they, they put out two mundane like tweets are on the 4th of July just saying like hey drink some cold beer it's a 4th of July it's um, a weird other stupid tweet um, completely missing the mark yet again um, I just find it continuously funny how Bud Light is still haven't figured out who their clientele actually is after all these years, and they have not tried to either apologize one way or the other. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. Um, and then obviously when the whole, you know, this whole transgender, you know, sponsorship that they they thought would, you know, bring in new, Clientele, you know, people to buy their product. New generation, obviously, the old generation. One person, being Kid Rock, went on you know, social media, decided to shoot the shit out of cases of Bud Light, and said he would never. You know, he's sending a clear, a clear message um, to Bud Light, and that he would never serve Bud Light ever again in his restaurant down in Nashville. And yet, you can still find Bud Light um, still at his bar restaurant down in Nashville. Uh, proving that he's full of shit. Uh, clearly, he just wanted to, you know, put his face back out there because his popularity obviously is null and void at this point. Um, but, you know, Bud Light, once again, added again of being stupid as shit. Um, don't know if you guys wanted to regurgitate some content about them or just move on to the next Bud Light bash.
2: I mean, I just found it funny that Kid Rock basically... Uh backtracked and I don't want to say like in a sense sold out on himself but I, I guess enough people were complaining at the restaurant that they needed it back so he had to bring it in to make some money. Yeah, That's the only thing I can think of on why he would do that given his stance. That's just me.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a big huge thing him like breaking down his AR-15 and just blowing the shed of some cases of Bud Light. Um, but at that point, no one really cares about what Kid Rock has to say anyway. But you know, just one of those things that money will always <laughs> win out, no matter what. Um, except for Bud Light in this case, because they can't seem to find a dollar for someone to buy their beer. Um,
2: Apparently, it's cheaper than water in some states right now with the rebate they have going on. It's eight ninety nine a thirty pack.
0: <laughs> that is just amazing. Um, hey, it's still a shitty fucking real now it's just free beer at this point um so i mean one way or the other if you're in the mood for some shitty beer fuck it you know nothing's nothing's gonna happen to you you know drink go ahead and drink some bud light but speaking of of failed bud light products um i'd like to take this time to go back way back way back in the time to around 2005 um I was just about turning 21, be already over the the legal drinking age at this point. Um, But this was around when like the big Red Bull surge was was popping around. The vodka Red Bull's popularity was, you know, reaching at its, you know, its ultimate penultimate time. Um, It was was all the rage. So Budweiser, being Budweiser, um, decided to create a product called Budweiser Extra. Uh, Now, do any of you guys remember what Budweiser Extra was or B to the E? No. No. Okay. So Budweiser Extra or B to the E as they promoted it or, and named it was Bud Light's caffeinated beer. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, The first of its kind obviously is caffeinated beer. Rather than making a malt beverage and flavor it with, um, you know, stuff like what, you know, Four loco eventually did become, um, the extra or B to the E simply supercharge a, uh, a Budweiser uh, with a whole bunch of, like, random, you know, I guess caffeinated boosters, guarana, caffeine, ginseng, and other fucking mysterious infused fucking shit, um, Came in a 10 ounce can, you know, making it all slim and trim and and cool. Um, But of course, with any Bud Light product, it tasted absolutely fucking terrible. Um, I I don't, I don't remember actually having it. Um, Although, you know, it was seen probably in my wheelhouse at the time, you know, 21 or whatever. Um, I do remember the the Bud Extra. I don't remember actually the name of B to the E, Um, but I do remember Bud Extra. Uh, however, I don't remember me ever having it, obviously that this product no longer exists um uh, but uh b do you i mean you're you're slightly not much older, but you're slightly older than us um do you remember this fucking butt extra uh
1: I remember seeing commercials for it on t v but i I never had one though,
0: no. oh yeah, so speaking of the commercials, it's a good thing you brought that up um so for those that don't you know for the listeners, obviously who uh, Don't know this product, um, so the beer with something extra, hence the B with the E, um, basically was one giant sexual innuendo um, during their commercials. Um, let's see, uh, they published B to the E as an official name, marketing everyone ordered sound like they were mid freestyle, <laughs> despite everything. Um, yeah, so basically, their their tagline was basically for you to go like at the, at the end of the commercial, or it was at the end of the, uh, the bottom of the beer, is like for you to go longer, for you to stay longer, or something like that. It was all one big sexual, like weird ass fucking joke, uh, which just like discouraged people from drinking even more. Um, so another once again failed attempt at humor um, and sexual innuendo. But Budweiser did not stop there. Um, Well, I would say Anheuser-Busch didn't stop there. Um, A few months after Bud Extra uh, initially got released, Anheuser-Busch unveiled Tilt, a caffeinated malt beverage um, that came with a variety of of flavor options. Um, You know, these were at the higher ABV, 10, 12%. Uh, it was just, yeah. So it's, and it's you know, another tilt leg up on the energy beer since it tasted more like a tasty 4 Loco than a Pilsner with herbs. Um, however, it did get a 2.3 out of 5 on Untapped. Obviously, we are um, fans of the Untapped app. Um, so when this product was around, it just fucking got the shit kicked out of it. Um, but. By the summer of 2008, B2V had discontinued, and Tilt um, was then reformulated to be non-alcoholic, and then soon after, that fucking thing got discontinued anyway. um, I just figured it'd be fun, go back a little bit into memory lane of how Budweiser, once again, still shits the bed, no matter what they do.
2: I thought you were going to go into Bud Dry for a second, and then I'd have to be like, do you remember that that sequel to the Giver, the Giver two dark hero, where they had product placement of Bud dry. <laughs> I
1: mean, Bud dry was fucking terrible. Well, dude, Budweiser in a, in a lot of trouble if, cause they never really competed on taste, And so they only really competed on price and now it's cheaper than water. And they are still having problems selling it. I mean, I don't know what the hell they're going to do next. And, as far as their advertising goes, they haven't really done anything interesting, besides uh, since the Bud Bowl. And I used to love the Bud Bowl as a kid. I used to get my uh, get the football helmets and make uh, the, the soda bowl when I was a child. Uh, but now, um, yeah, they they got nothing going on. They can't compete on flavor, obviously. They can't compete on taste, and now we can't compete on price. So, what 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 the hell's
0: next? Yeah, that's that was that was the whole thing, right? They decided you know the person in charge at the time thought it was a great idea to you know team up um, obviously with trans transgender um, social media I guess icon or whatever uh, with over a million gazillion followers and you know want to do a little sponsorship you know try to bring in a new generation of beer drinkers problem is they've really forgot who their clientele was. Um, so not only did they piss off, piss off their original clientele when they backtracked and you know stopped being the supporters of the LGBTQ community, they pissed off the trans you know, that entire community. So now the people that they used to drink their beer and the people that they wanted to now drink their beer all hate their product and no one is buying their beer. Uh, so they just pissed off basically everybody, um, and now they're I mean they're literally losing hand over fist. Billions of dollars at this point and there's no you know signs of it turning around anytime soon um it's just something to keep an eye on um as you, you know you're reading through a bunch of beer articles whatever it's like oh Bud Light's still failing uh, and they're not doing anything they're not addressing anything um which i think which is making matters worse they're not just like saying all right we fucked up um and you know this is you know one way or the other um try to win back one side i guess uh they're just pretending like it didn't exist and just making things worse well, they
1: can't really win back either side at this point because th- they kind of showed that they who they really are is that they just want to – they don't care about either th- thing. They were just trying to placate one side to get them to buy it. When that didn't work, they turned around and said, we're sorry. This is what we are. People don't believe them anymore. I and, mean, of course, it's a fucking corporation. They don't care about anybody. They care about you spending money. So to get involved in a, in a political thing when, you, when you're a corporation, you don't give a shit. And it it turns everybody off. So, like, I don't know how they come back from it.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Jim, thoughts? They just don't.
2: They have to basically lie in the bed that they have made and kind of weather the storm, see where they come out on the end of it, and then maybe they'll see, you know, some of their – I'll say core customers come back because they didn't, you know, some of them they didn't lose, but they might see some of the people that they, that they lost come back after they weathered the storm. But you don't know that until, you know, you basically kind of say, you know, we screwed up, you know, sorry. I guess that's the idea of these rebates where they're basically trying to sell it for, you know, less than a case of water in some areas because they want, you know, your loyalty back. Because they know if you'll buy it for that cheap, you'll come back and you'll, they'll be like, all right, you know, we get it. We screwed up. You know, Here's $20 off a case and good luck.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's any – I think it's just a matter of just baiting time until it's, – it's, I know we've been talking about this for, for a while now. It's been all over social media and the news or whatever. But it's only been like three or four months. It's not like it's been a long time since they fucked up. Uh, so the wound is still fresh so to speak. Um, and obviously with summer rolling around and, you know, you want something cold, beer-like to drink, uh, you know, probably this is where Bud, Bud Light was, was really hoping to, to make a profit and obviously that all faltered. Uh, so now, now they're basically in a, in a downward spiral. Who knows, maybe in a few months from now things will level off. But for right now, like I said, the wound is still new um, and they're just bleeding out um, beer and money literally all over the place.
2: Well, what's funny is a lot of those people are still buying AB products, like they're buying Michelob Ultra. They're buying, um, I think Pabst is actually owned by AB, um, or at least it's distributed through Anheuser-Busch in New York State, uh, with us anyway. Claire Rose is Anheuser-Busch, Long Island. They uh, distribute Pabst. So a lot of the people who are like, oh, I'm going to switch to this, are still supporting A B, they just don't realize that they are because they don't look anything.
0: Um Modelo is what constellation, I believe. Um, yeah, AB, but I think it's still
2: an A B product they're I still an AB
0: product. Yeah, as I was saying, like Modello um, got an increase but people don't, you know, don't know who the the big the big companies are or where they're attached to. Um,
1: yeah but I mean that even though people are buying those other beers, it's still putting a hurting on, on their bottom line. So it's not like Ah, they're drinking our other products. It's not a big deal. No, it's, it is a big deal. You, they lost a, a shit ton of money. It's not coming back. And even, I mean, if you couldn't sell on the 4th of July when everyone's throwing a barbecue, and a lot of people, like, we're craft beer drinkers, so it wouldn't affect us, but a lot of people just fucking buy cases of beer and have a party, and you couldn't give it away for cheaper than water during the 4th of July weekend? Yes. You're in, you're in uh, some deep shit there, man. So um, to me, it depends you on, like, these how funny how long these memes can go on for because like that's what's keeping it going like all the all the jokes that people make like it's sort of like it's someone told me the other day that they're like the Nickelback of beer where they just they got that bad rap of it of a joke and that joke just kept going and going and Nickelback still is made fun of at, for that band just because they were they were that meme they were that joke for a while so it kind of depends how long. This meme or this joke goes on with Budweiser, but if it goes on for as long as it did with Mitt Nickelback, I don't know what the hell they're going to do, that they're in real trouble.
0: Yeah, and they keep poking the bear, and the bear is, well, social media, so they're, they're, they're in for a world of hurt, and like I said, nothing's... I guarantee, during Christmas time, if things aren't looking good, there's going to be a whole new Gerald memes about Clydesdale horses and Bud products, and it's just going to get worse. Um, I think in a more hilarious way, uh, but only t- only time will tell. Um, but, but
1: summer is is the the, the big beer. Uh, oh yeah. seven times. So I mean, if if they're hoping Christmas is going to save them, they're it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: fucked. Yeah, no, they're, they're, their 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 summer completely over. Um, I don't. Yeah, there's there's no way they recover. I mean, they're down twenty eight and a half, twenty eight percent. Like it's it's like week weekend over week. It's just not there's no there's no recovery inside right now so they're yeah there's not not good
2: it's new coke that's what it is it's it's this is their new coke that they have to weather until they become the uh, the juggernaut that
1: they were again you know, know. got new, new coke was different man cuz they new coke they changed the formula and that annoyed people they could always say ah we'll go back to the old formula like they can't really go back to the old formula here. After it's the same shitty beer, <laughs> so it, it's a tough thing, man. I don't. It's not. It's yeah, not going right. to just going to go away. It's going to be here yeah. for a while.
0: Yeah, see, so yeah, It's not like yeah, with new Coke. Exactly to to your to what you just said. Yeah, whatever. You, we changed the formula. Yeah, new Coke. Whatever. Oh, we fucked up. It didn't work out as we planned. Go back to the old stuff. Um, it's not, you're not really pissing off your clientele, right? Where you know, you, you made a political stance. They well, they, they didn't. It wasn't Pepsi that made a political stance with Kylie Jenner. Either way, it doesn't make a difference. Um, it's two different, totally different things. Um, Coke did not piss off their entire clientele or their major fan base. Um, and it was a simple change back to, to what B was saying, where Bud Light um, literally has no legs to stand on. Um, can't even do a kickstand at this point. Um, but yeah they're 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 fucked and well you know it's it's just be interesting to watch to see if if and when they do recover um but that's enough about bud and bud products for now um let's see speaking of fucked up well let's see let's see where's let's go let's go into some food some food topics that I was interesting um interesting to find. All right. So, um, we had a drunken thumb war a while back, uh, waffles versus taco, uh, pancakes. Um, and we brought up IHOP, um, several times. And IHOP is now introducing taco pancakes. Um, so the question is, and I know we've probably answered this before, but can pancakes actually be a taco? Um, Quick thoughts, uh, there's probably not much here. We've talked about this before, and I've already done these. So <laughs> in, in, uh, your, in your thought, can a pancake actually be a taco?
1: Uh, they absolutely can. I make breakfast tacos all the time with pancakes. The best is to put scrambled eggs, some bacon, some sausage, and, and wrap it up in a pancake and uh, eat it like a taco. You can even roll it, make a burrito. Of course you can. Why can't you? That's why they're better than waffles. I have tried to say that last time. <laughs>
0: We could have a waffle <laughs> taco as well. I mean, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Jim, would you like to weigh in? Can ten, ten pancakes and tacos?
2: I mean, I'm looking at them. They look like tacos to me. I still prefer the waffle taco. You know, the Chaco Tacos of old. But oh, yeah. it is what it is. You yeah. know, some people like it. Some people don't. I'll eat it either way. Fair,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I did it at West Third. It's nothing new to me. Um, I called them two tacos um, just for shits and giggles because you got two pancake tacos or two tacos. Um, it made sense to me at the time. Um, but yes, I will agree. Um, you can fold them into a taco shape, um, and you can stuff your face and enjoy them wholeheartedly. Now, uh, we talked about things, uh, in the last episode that were being discontinued. Now let's talk about things that are, that are coming back for, you know, even just for a limited time. So, a little while back, um, since, let's go back to 2020, Pepsi decided to come out with Pepsi Pineapple. Um, and apparently this was all the rage back in 2020. I don't really remember Pepsi Pineapple, um... Granted, this was, I guess, almost pandemic, or during, it had be during the pandemic at some point, uh, or close to the pandemic. So, you know, Pepsi Pineapple probably wasn't on my radar, um, but it is coming back for a limited time only. But the kicker is, um, you can only get it at one particular restaurant chain, and that restaurant chain is called Little Caesars. Um, so... Jim, generally you are the the connoisseur of of sodas. Uh, you generally find them quicker than the rest of us. Um, did you try the Pepsi pineapple? no. I did. I did
2: try the the Mountain Dew. Um, the one of the new Bajas, the Caribbean Punch Baja, the red one. That I tried recently. I got to find the other one. And I I had the what was it? The Wild Wings one. The their grape uh, exclusive soda. But no, I've not heard of this pineapple, nor would I travel to any Little Caesars for Pizza Pizza and have said uh, pineapple, because I, I would not trust any Little Caesar that opens up in this general area, just in general.
0: In general. I don't trust them. So, so basically, the whole ploy behind this is obviously sparking the whole debate. Does pineapple belong with pizza in any way, shape, or form? Um, so, obviously, we all know the answer to that fucking question, and it is... Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. Uh, now, look, my, my dad loves a Hawaiian pizza. I've had it on occasion. Um, obviously, Jim is a fan with pineapple with
2: pizza. Bacon uh, pineapple, um, baby.
0: So, you know, to, to each their own. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean... See, this is what we call smart marketing. Granted, it is with Little Caesars, and obviously, you know, two two big. Play. You know, Little Caesars is is making a comeback. Um, what well, has been for a while, although it's still not part of the. Well, it was part of the big Pizza Boys. Um, now they're they're crawling their way back. Um, obviously, teaming up with Pepsi in this case. Um, so, starting on July seventeenth, if you are a fan of Little Caesars Pizza. Um, and or if you're intrigued about trying Pepsi pineapple, um, you're going to have to go through Little Caesars. Grab a slice, grab a pie, grab some pineapple on your pie if you're feeling, you know, Hawaiian about it. Um, and grab some pineapple Pepsi. Um, and see if it floats your boat. And let us know does pineapples belong with pizza. Uh, B. Before we move on, um, your thoughts once again: Does pineapples belong with pizza? <laughs> Um, yeah,
1: I, I don't mind that Hawaiian pizza. I, it, sometimes if you're in the mood for it, it's good. Uh, but it's like, it's not, to me, it's like, it's not pizza. It's something else. I mean, it technically it is pizza. It's a pineapple on a pizza, but it's like putting pineapple on your hamburger. Like it doesn't, it's, sometimes it's good for a change, but it's not like when you're in a mood for a hamburger, you don't want fucking pineapple on it. If you're in the mood for a pizza, you don't want to put pineapple on it. But sometimes you want to just try something different. And then, and for that, I'm all for it. Give it a shot. If, I think it
2: depends where you order it from, too. Like, I'm not going to put pineapple on a pizza I get from a, a legitimate pizzeria. Like, it's coming from Domino's, right. and that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, that's it. That's It's done.
1: Yeah. Right, and there's some of those, like, brew pubs that kind of make their pizza like that, too. And I'll throw pineapple on it. Sure, I'll give that a shot. But, like, if I'm going to, like... Uh, Tony's Pizza in Brooklyn, I'm not going to ask him to put pineapple on it. Like, I'm just... They'll, they'll,
0: they'll look at you and tell you get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> but, Jim, I'm glad you brought up Domino's because Domino's is also in the news. Um, luckily, we cannot get this crazy concoction here in the United States. It is only currently available in um, Domino's in Japan. However, um, they are cooking up a new pizza, and it is gross as fucking hell. Well, that all depends. If you love pickles, you might want to travel to Japan because those crazy sons of bitches are putting fucking a shit ton of pickles on their pizza. Um, It is for the little – for all the pickle lovers, Domino's Japan announced they are creating this weird-ass fucking concoction. Uh, It comes with a camembert cheese sauce on top of the fucking pickles. With the pickles, uh, basically it is a what we would uh, was it an extra large yeah an extra large Domino's pizza in the states wise um, it comes with an even spread of over at one point three two pounds of pickles along with a creamy camembert cheese sauce.
2: It's too much.
0: You know, I I know. I know. You know, Asian countries like to do weird and crazy shit. You know, it's kind of kind of their thing. Um, All weird and wacky flavors. Um, So, you know, for those that love to travel abroad, uh, you can always find like these big, huge conglomerates doing weird and wacky shit. Um, But this one takes the fucking cake so far. I mean, you know, I've I've seen a bunch of random shit coming out of these Asian countries, but this one. I don't know. I'm not a big pickle guy, but one almost one and a half pounds of pickles on a pizza, that's and with camembert cheese. cheese, like that's 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 a fuck you to the face. Like I don't even know. Where I like pickles. To the- that's too much.
1: <laughs> this is the the first I've heard of it, so I had to do little, put it on the Google machine just to see what it looks like, and it, it doesn't even look appetizing. This looks disgusting. I I mean, I don't know what these people are doing. Over. This is horrible. This looks terrible. This makes me yearn for a regular Domino's pizza. And, and like, who the hell wants that?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's not right? enough foods
2: in the system to want it yet.
0: Fucking <laughs> from Little Caesars. See, at least Little Caesars is not doing anything that too fucking crazy. They're just bringing on Pepsi Pineapple. They're not creating fucking this one-and-a-half-pound pickle. I would pickle. drink the
2: Pepsi Pineapple, though. like, cause I don't know if you guys remember years ago, early 2000s, I want to say the twist when Coke and Pepsi did the twist and they had the hints of lemon in their sodas. That was the big yes, thing at the time. Yes. I do remember those. So I figure it's going to be s- not necessarily the same as that, but close, you know, cause obviously lemon and pineapple are two different flavors, but I'm, I'm guessing that was the idea behind it at the time, you know, let's try this and maybe we can get that going again.
1: Yeah, I would definitely give the pineapple Pepsi a shot. And from what I'm looking here, it looks like they got mango Pepsi too, coming out soon. So yeah, that's what...
2: that's um, that was available regularly. The, was the I remember that one.
1: Was it good? Did you have it?
2: No, because I don't really care for mango. I mean, mm-hmm. mango has grown on me as of late, uh, especially in the salsa. <laughs> but like, and well, <laughs> and the white claws, but. But, like, as far as actual mango goes, uh, in mango salsa, I will have it in mango salsa. But um, the mango Pepsi, it just, to me, that's something that doesn't go. I don't understand how, like, that became a thing. You know, Pepsi lime or any of those soda, the Coke with lime, I can understand. Uh, The lemon, I can understand because it's going to just be a, a whiskey mixer. You know, that's really all it's going to be used for but like when you start getting into all the weird stuff, because you can still get it in the fountains, I think, certain ones, uh, like odd flavors. Like when you go to uh, like White Castle, for example, and they all have like those huge fountain machines where you can mix all the flavors
1: and everything. I'm, and like, I'm not a soda drinker really at all, so I mean, these, these are the first times I really saw some of these, but if I am going to do soda, I will do probably Cherry Coke, so Sometimes those flavors work together. I mean, I would give yeah. mango a shot. I do like mango, but I don't know how it would go with Pepsi. Uh, it's worth a try.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I can see the pineapple working. The mango one, I don't know. Either yeah. It's either going to be too overly sweet um, and, like, fake tasting. Um, that's my, my biggest concern with the mango one. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, you know. I don't really hunt down soda um, like you be. I just, you know, if I happen to see it, I might give it a go. Um, it's not like Mountain Dew where I'll actually go out on my way um, for a new one flavor. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Pepsi I'm still hunting for know. the other one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hopefully it works out for you. Uh, Pepsi, Pineapple, and Little Caesars. Domino's, Japan. You know what? Keep doing weird freaky shit. Um, but. It is what it is. All right, so moving on to the more dessert variety. Oh, I guess snack, dessert, what have you. Um, The long-awaited U.S. debut of a McDonald's dessert is finally going to land um, soon. It is, obviously, McDonald's are are known for their amazing desserts. Um, They have blessed us with things as the volcanic apple pie um, that no matter what time you have it or how you eat it, it will burn the shit out of you uh, because it's just a molten lava of apple fucking sugar and death. However, the global phenomenon that is the cookies and cream, I believe, um, dessert pie will now be making its U.S. debut. Um, It has been long touted as a amazing dessert option for McDonald's, and they finally decided to bring it statewide. Um, So look forward to that, I guess, in the the coming days or months. It's probably coming around soon. Um, For those that love McDonald's and, you know, who really go to McDonald's for their desserts.
2: I didn't even try the Grimace shake. Did you guys try the Grimace shake? No,
0: no. I think it was
2: just purple vanilla.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like... I think Lincoln wanted McDonald's for whatever reason. They were like, oh, Grimace's birthday, and you get a fucking Grimace shake. And then it was like, obviously nothing worked because it's, you know, McDonald's. Um, So, you know, didn't even get it. But moving on um, to the candy um, variety. Another exclusive, as it were, Walmart only. um, Snickers is now sweetening up the summer with their new butterscotch scoop bar. Um, basically all the, the love and deliciousness that is a Snickers bar with the added touch of some butterscotch, uh, a butterscotch fudge layer, um, mixed thrown in. I'm um, only available at Walmart. Um, so if you're a fan of Snickers and you're a fan of butterscotch, um, and if you're 90 years old, um, go it's ahead probably go gonna
2: Walmart. be bomb though. It's pretty, to be so <laughs> good. Like, oh, yeah. even...
0: <laughs> like, don't be wrong. I will, I will hunt down a Walmart. And I will buy me a Butterscotch fucking Snickers. Because uh, I am 9,000 years old. And all oh, my Butterscotch candies. Um, yes, I am, I am that guy. Me and my diabetes. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> Last but not least, at least on my agenda. Um, it's, you know, obviously social media. Insta Reels. Facebook, Reels, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, Obviously, TikTok are highly influential uh, as far as cooking and other random nonsense. But I'm going to have to draw a line on this one. I think TikTok has gone too fucking far. Um, First off, they decided to do cottage cheese ice cream. I thought about it. That's fucking weird. Um, I get it. Maybe add some protein to your ice cream. Um, you know, if you blend up cottage cheese, mix it with a bunch of shit, turn it into ice cream. However, fucking TikTok has gone, like I said, well too fucking far. Now, some dude to do has is now not promoting, but they put out a recipe of sorts for bone broth fucking ice cream. Basically, if you don't know what fucking bone broth is, it is stock. That's been cooked for about twelve hours. Obviously, it's, it's um, highly nutritious. You know, it's good for your body because all the collagen and uh, all the nutritional value um, from the bones and then the meat, you know, gets incorporated um, into the stock and it's cooked down. So it's nice. It's rich. Um, it's definitely, it, it's great for obviously when you're feeling sick. Obviously, if you're making soups and sauces and things like that. Um, but some schmuckhead um, on social media was like, "How do we get all this nutritional value?" into something that's completely non-nutritional. So this fucking idiot decided to make a bone broth fucking ice cream. Now, it's not like they made bone broth from scratch. They fucking bought some pre-made bone broth or some packaged shit. Um, So they didn't even take the time and effort to make the broth themselves, which is already a red flag, right? If you're going to go ahead and make a bone broth ice cream, go the full gusto. Um, Go big or go the fuck home. Uh, No, they took a shortcut. And it's I don't know it's fucking made with coconut milk, cacao nibs fucking fucking other chocolate shit um obviously a chicken bone broth, so it's i already hate i hate the name bone broth to begin because obviously as a chef, bone broth is just freaking stock like you make you know if you're making a meat you know a a chicken stock or whatever fish stock or fish woman, whatever, you're using bones. So it's just kind of a redundancy of just calling it a bone broth. Um, The only time you don't do it is obviously if you're making a vegetable stock because obviously vegetables don't have any bones. Um, But, yeah, so this chalky, grainy fucking processed bullshit, I mean, obviously, like I said, um, with fucking bone broth, includes maple syrup, cocoa powder, coconut milk, cream, Mm -hmm. shit. Shame, disgust, and fucking you know, disaster. Um, so I don't know. I'm at a loss for words here about the stupidity that is this generation, but this one is almost up there with fucking. Jim?
2: <laughs> As a lover of ice cream, this just sounds unnecessary. Um. Just completely unnecessary. Why why ruin a good thing? Oh, I want more protein in it. I don't really care what you want. Don't ruin ice cream. Like at all. Leave it alone. It's fine the way it is. Go to Walmart, buy yourself some carb smart ice cream. They have plenty of great flavors from Briars. Just saying. You know, there's other low carb, high protein ice creams out there. Buy those. Don't why are you doing this? Oh, just makes me angry.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I like I was, you know, reading bree- through articles and I was like bone broth and ice cream. But I'm like, what fucking moron did this shit? And so then I actually had a look at the video. but I'm like, this no, no. It's just like you're not even making real fucking ice cream. You're, uh, it's just it's it's, it's, it's lies. It's, it's all it's all fucking bullshit. Like first the cottage cheese shit. Which you know I let slide. Like I never brought it up, but I let it slide. But this one I just I just can't I can't let it go. B. Any any thoughts on this bullshit? Um, I
1: don't know. Just I'm curious how the hell this shit's gonna taste. Because I mean, I mean, I I just again just heard about it now, so I'm looking at pictures of it. It it looks kind of like ice cream. Well, I don't know how they make it look like that, but it, it, there's no way it tastes good, right? Like the. Even if you like like a bone broth soup, there's no way you want that in an ice cream flavor. So I don't I don't understand it. Like the logic in it doesn't even make sense to me. Cottage cheese makes a little bit more sense because it's I guess I don't know it's dairy still. I, I mean I don't know.
0: Yeah, the uh, yeah the cottage cheese that's why the uh, the cottage cheese one slide because it's still so dairy like product. You know you blend it up. You know you, you put some other flavorings into it. No big deal. Dairy on dairy, completely fine. But the bone broth with fucking cocoa powder, coconut milk, cream, maple... Like, they put so much into it to mask the bone broth. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. This, I mean, getting those ratios right to make sure, A, the bone broth doesn't come through. It's not over-coconut unless you really love coconut shit. The, the cocoa powder is actually mixed fully. You're not getting clumps of just dried-ass cocoa powder that makes you fucking cough and hate life um and obviously you need an ice cream machine right so you need a whole bunch of shit um to make this thing fucking come together um it's just fucking silly um but you know for those out there if you're giving it a fucking try obviously um let us know we are very curious um and please bad mouth it if it is shitty. Don't be like, oh, yeah, it's okay, it's not bad. Like, it's not nah. okay if it tastes like shit, let us know that it tastes like shit. Um, I like said, I'm, I'm
1: shocked and horrified of this. I will never I go out of my way to make it myself, but if someone made it, I am kind of curious to just try just because I can't even imagine what the flavor of this would be. So, like, I'm it's just like the shock value of it. How the hell does this even work? So I would try it if someone else took the time to make it because I ain't wasting it. Yeah, still
0: my put it in your face, yes. I mean, why not, right? It's there. Yeah. But to take the time but, after yeah. at least a day and a half to fucking put this shit together, no.
1: No, fuck that. Like I said, I'll go to Dairy Queen or something and just get ice cream if I want you ice did.
0: cream. Fucking, if I want protein and, and some dairy shit, I'll fucking put protein powder in a milkshake. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, exactly. You know, like, what do I need fucking bone broth ice cream? It's fucking ridiculous.
2: This thing called whey protein, um, you. you can get it in, even in Walmart, you can get it.
1: Just, just put it in your milkshake.
0: And boom, there you go. Is Walmart
1: a sponsor of this show? Because we've been mentioning them a lot today.
0: Thank you, Walmart. If you're listening, and we know you are, please sponsor. Uh, we will hawk all of your products, let them. Um, it's a great value. <laughs> hey <laughs> <Walmart>. <laughs> here to stay, no. Um <laughs> But yes, that that is all I have on my dock. Um from Bud Light Bash to fucking disgusting pizza to limited editions to fucking any it with fucking TikTok has gone too fucking far. Um fellas, do you have anything? Or do you want to just wrap this shit up? Did, did I TikTok have something. Oh, you have something. All right. I
2: have something. So, an article popped up on my uh, my feed. Heinz finally settles the debate: Does ketchup belong in the fridge or the pantry? A representative from Heinz, going by the name, hold on, Olivia Lennon, has said. There was only ever one correct answer. And we're happy to share. With Heinz tomato ketchup lovers. That our ketchup has to be in the fridge. Now. Does she have to legally say that? Because on their package. It says refrigerate after opening. Yes. I agree. (laughs) Because I spent. Most 30 years of my life. You know. Going into my. 34th year um, with ketchup in the pantry not in the fridge it's only since I've uh, moved in here that ketchup has been in the fridge mustard has been in the fridge I've had mustard in the cabinet forever um, for myself the only thing that's really ever been in the fridge as far as a condiment is mayo uh, barbecue sauce in the cabinet so like it's it's one of those things for me Like even Hershey's syrup it's like refrigerated after opening Cabinet, like you know, it's just that's where it's been. That's what I'm used to. To have it in the fridge is bizarre to me.
0: Um, yeah. Oh, as far as I'm growing up, it was always interesting to me. They're pre- predominant. I mean, they're shelf stable items, right? You generally buy all these condiments warm. They're on a, just a shelf. They're not on the, in the fridge section. Um, so I was, I was curious of why after you open it, does it now have to go into the fridge? Does not really make sense? Um, yes, I understand oxygen is the death to most food products. Um, but if you're mass producing ketchups, mustards, sauces, mayos, things of that nature, there's enough chemicals and nonsense in this fucking, those fucking things to begin with that it should last you a decent amount of time, not in the fridge, obviously, um, they're trying to, I guess, prolong the the shelf life. I want you open it to putting it in the fridge, but I always found it weird that if you're making, you know, you're making, you know, fresh burgers, fresh dogs, or whatever you want, and they're going to throw on a cold condiment, it just doesn't seem.
2: Yeah, no, perfect. it's not. It doesn't seem kosher. <laughs>
0: yeah, because I mean, any any dirty water dog vendor in the city, I mean, it's not like he has a fridge nearby, right? His fucking ketchup and mustard is just chilling. Meh. Right and right in those fucking colored tubes. Room ten. Yeah, right. So I don't know. When I'm in the restaurant, they were never in the fridge. They were always out. Um, that's why ketchup is always left out. That's what I'm saying. Like all restaurants, they keep their ketchup. They don't keep the ketchup in the fridge. They're all, they're out for from the minute they open to the minute they close. they're, they're out on your table. Then they're probably put away somewhere. Um, Do they go in the fridge? I highly fucking doubt it. Um... But some, if they have their room, they'll, they'll do it. But I don't know. just fucking weird. Well, yes. I think for, from a legal standpoint, because um, it does say, you know, refrigerate after opening. Um, you know, she can't get into any fucking trouble because if she says it the opposite, then someone leaves it out. Then government, something happens and someone gets sick or whatever. the case may be, they can fucking sue for not nope. just covering their ass. Um, uh, so, I don't know. B, are you uh, in fridge or out of fridge, gay? Okay. Um honestly
1: I don't know. I um I mean my wife usually just gets to when it's ready so it's probably and not in the fridge. I don't know. I don't really check. Uh I guess I don't care either way if if that's if that's an answer. It's probably not. That, that, want, that, but it's, I mean it's I mean it's
0: it's it's a suitable answer though. I mean I mean that's, that's the grand scheme of things If you have the room, I guess. I didn't
1: even realize that was like a a debate people had. Like I, I don't know. I'm sure I've I've kept it in the fridge at some point, and I'm sure I, I also know it's in the pantry too. So I, I think
2: it depends on the generation of your parents. Like, my mother never kept it in the fridge, but like her her parents have it all in the fridge. But like, it's weird because. They're, I mean, they're roughly the same age. So, like, what?
0: Yeah, but- it comes to the same thing with the butter debate. Does butter belong in the fridge? Does it stay out on the counter? Oh, butter's in the uh, fridge. See, my wife, her family grew up where butter was always on the counter, so it's does always it out. Not go stale. <laughs> I've been worried about it melting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's literally next to my range, so it's always out. I have not – so when we're not – when it's not in use – not in use. When it's when like you buy you know, a pound of butter, right, the four sticks, the other three sticks stay in the fridge and the one that you are using stays out and stays out until you need a a new stick of butter. So the, the non-use stuff stays in the fridge until it's time to take it out and then put it in its butter fucking tray. Um, but the butter tray always stays out. Is, it never, it, the thing never goes – But is the, it in
2: an enclosed
0: tray? Yeah, like, like a fucking – the lid. It's not, yeah, it's not like the butter's just out. on like a uh, Well, that
2: was my question, because... It's, like like,
0: it's encased. But it's still out.
2: It's like yeah, but... I, I can kind of see that to an extent, only because if the room itself is relatively chilled, like, I'm not talking like 50 degrees, but, you know, if your air conditioner's on...
0: No, you, don't, you've, been, you've been in my apartment. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know... <laughs> Right next to the range. So, I don't know. I actually see because I grew up where butter was always in the fridge. Yes. Um, she grew up with it's always out, and then cause anytime she wants butter, you know she has no issues of it spreading it on bread or, or whatever she wants to put the fucking well, what butter often on. Well, when are you having butter? I mean, Jesus because Christ! I mean, <laughs> you, you know, where she's a butter family. So what can I say? It's um, a lot of butter. Italians, what am I going to do? They want butter on fucking their bread when they're eating fucking pasta and shit. Maybe not. Um, I don't know. But yeah, but butter's always like, butter's always out. It's always at room temp. Um, So it's just one of the things that I've gotten used to. Uh, Like I said, I grew up with, oh, you know, butter. I know margarine definitely can stay out um, because it was designed for it to stay out. Um, It took me a while for, you know, to get used to butter to be out there, but, you know. Is what it is, but Damn Italians, yeah, yeah, ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce. I mean, my is fucking full with other random shit. So if there's, it's, it goes where there's room. <laughs> Just put let's put it that way. Um, yeah, the only, the only the only the only thing that I know for a fact religiously goes into as condiment wise is mayo. Um, yeah, that one always goes in even though you buy that uh, on a shelf stable item anyway, so it's kind of weird. But, you know. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to put that to uh, to the people of, the, of the, the social webs. And the science. Yeah. We'll look into it. But, yeah. That's all I have to say about Maya.
1: I've never actually seen butter on anyone's table, so that's, a, that's like a that one's odd for me. Like the pantry for the ketchup and the or the fridge must. I've I think I've seen both, and I don't even think I ever thought about like which one's the right way. But butter on the counter, I don't, that seems weird to me. But I because I've never seen it in my life. But
0: who knows? Yeah, like I, it was it was never a thing until I was with Kate when we moved in together, and she was like butter's got to be out. I'm like, all right, I mean. Ignore my entire life's worth of knowledge about butter, but okay, you that's what you want, that's what it gets, and that's where it stays. Nothing's so far? Still alive and chicken. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's not a hill you're gonna die on either. Like who cares? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she hates mustard, so it's one of those things that I can have eight hundred things of mustard and she wants, she's never gonna touch it, so um, but whatever. Um, that's not the anymore there. Anyway, um Jim, is that all you have?
2: No. Uh, speaking of things that are coming back for a limited time, Taco Bell has brought back their volcano meal. And
0: oh, I remember the know, volcano. I mean, I never ate it.
2: It's back. So the volcano burrito and the volcano taco and the volcano sauce are I was back. Saying,
0: remember the remember the sauce being like the fucking rage.
2: Oh, yeah, no, it, it burns. It burns in all sense. I haven't had it yet, but I saw it on the drive-thru menu, and it, it took me by surprise because I was like, I can't have this right now. I have to go to work. <laughs> <It burns. laughs> I will not be able to do my job. <laughs> but the, it, I'm like, I'm going to have it before it goes away and then be on the toilet for about three days after. That's right.
0: Someone gets that man to pet the bismol.
2: It's not even that at this point. <laughs> it's just pure hate.
0: <laughs> That's all for me though. Oh, I had one last thing. Um, it was on just a, a quick beer topic. Nothing really to comment unless you have you know really something to say. Um, and this has been going on for years. Um, certain lawmakers have been and people are trying to reverse this dumbass law about how breweries and beer companies cannot send beer directly to consumers. Um, they can only, you know, it's only like, it's only available. It's only, it's only 11 states that are allowed to actually send beer, uh, breweries beer directly to consumers. Um, and even then, it's either via, like, FedEx or, you know, UPS or whatever. It's not through, like, the, the regular the regular mail. Um, so obviously this, this law that was created during the Prohibition time where nobody can sell beer directly to consumers or send it through the mail um, dates fucking 100 years or so or 90 years um, up to this point. Um, and obviously this law comes around again to try to get Congress to fucking reverse— this fucking ruling it's outdated it's dumb it's stupid um you know this will allow you know obviously breweries to you know sell their product you know directly directly to the consumers help them grow and obviously, have an economy where you know constantly shit's hitting the fan um at any given point in time I know they're struggling aluminum prices um for the cans are you know they're right at a high so they're they're always struggling i mean this this Opportunity to lend a helping hand to help promote um, some of business, obviously to the breweries for you know them to actually send fucking beer through the mail. Um, kind of was one of those things, that yeah, you know, it's up in Congress yet again. Um, and even though nothing ever gets fucking passed because it's fucking Congress, uh, but I figured it, that's that's what's in the news as far as you know trying to change some beer laws, um, getting fucking people to. Change some shit and get these breweries to sell directly to their consumers, because um, that would make things a lot easier, especially for us. <laughs> you know, when we find a brewery, that's awesome. Buying direct, know, yeah, buying directly from them. You know, yeah, obviously there is going to be a shipping cost included, but hey, um, if I am never going to go to that state, or at least for a very long time, and you are, you have the opportunity to sell me your product, like I think that's a win win for everybody. Um, but that's just me yeah
1: I think that I think that would be awesome if they if they got rid of that cause i'm I'm sure there's tons of breweries that we'll, we'll just never go to because it's in the states we would never even venture to spend a vacation there but if we can try some of the beer have it chipped over I think that would be pretty fun something something different It'd be cool different yeah. and and what's I don't know what the law is trying to protect us from so that's the other thing too
0: it's from the bullshit prohibition um you know once, if they, they figure out
1: no if they figure out a way to tax it and get money, they'll, they'll let it happen. I think that that's the only problem. They're probably arguing over money, who gets the extra money. Once they figure yeah, out, once everyone gets their their piece of the pie, they'll they'll make it legal.
0: Yeah. I mean, shit, you legalize weed. This is just the next <laughs> easiest fucking. Should be a no-brainer. Can get uh, a beard. Yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. You can buy literally everything else online. I'm um, have it chipped to you, but beer is not one of them for the most part, um, at least through the regular mail. Uh, so just, you know, you can buy any random sex toy you want, but hey, you cannot buy a single beer from a brewery have it chipped to you <laughs> through the regular mail.
1: It's weird, because I know you can do it with wine. So like, uh.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and it, but it, it just, if for some reason, it's beer. No. they're no, not no. Fucking cunt. Kind of. Fucking. Boring. Thanks, Obama.
1: <laughs> you can it, Jimmy. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Um on that note, I don't think there's anything left for this episode. Um and if there's anything left to say, um, we'll wrap it up with final thoughts. If not, bring it on to the next episode. Um obviously you see us, we are back in action, we're pumping out more episodes. Um so let's get right into it. Final thoughts, Jim. Your thoughts on tonight's episode.
2: Well, you know, I hate Bud Light, and I will never, you know, drink it unless I have to, which, God willing, will never be again. Um, I guess everything with condiments is depending on how you grew up and, you know, the risks you're willing to take for science, as it were. Um, But yeah, um, don't put Twinkies on your pizza, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode.
0: Did it. Well said.
1: B, final thoughts. Um, yeah, final thoughts. Uh, pancakes can be used as tacos. Uh, pickles on pizza is disgusting. I will allow pineapple on pizza, but in a Pepsi, I'm still hesitant. And why are you making bone broth uh, ice cream? We have regular ice cream. It's just as good. I mean, it's, it's it doesn't need to be changed.
0: Yes. thousand and nine percent. Um... Yes, I'm not going to reiterate everything. I um, just want to thank everyone for tuning into this fun episode. Obviously, we love making fun of Bud Light and all the stupidity um, that they continuously um, do for our enjoyment, um, even though it's going to hurt their bottom dollar. But fuck it, we don't care. Uh, we don't drink their shit anyway. Um, so, look forward to them fucking up even more in the future. And for us, once again, talking about that. Um Kid Rock, we all know you're a sellout, so go fuck yourself. Um, to B's point uh, please stop putting fucking weird shit into ice cream um, leave it alone it's tasty and delicious just like New York City lawmakers stop fucking with our pizza um, fucking social media stop fucking with our ice cream Snickers I look forward to eating my 90 year old butterscotch Snicker bar um, just cause why the fuck not um, condiments yeah I think Jim you said it correctly I think it's all dependent on how you grew up and how your parents grew up um, I guess that's just the way you live don't really give a shit either one way or or the other. Um, yes, pancakes can be fucking tacos and why not? Um, it is a beautiful vessel for all your breakfasty needs because um, all the nice and syrup and cheesy, eggy goodness just soaks into the pancake as you stuff it into your pie hole. Um, all that being said, again, thank you for tuning in on behalf of us here at Foodies Never Say Die. That's Jimmy bag of donuts. That's the one and only Drunken Thumb. I am your one and only Until next time, folks. Um, continuously blowing shit up. Um, so if you're with good food and don't drink Bud Light. Yeah. Have a good one.